Blog Talk Radio.
everyone, and welcome to Intersections Matches Talk Radio, a monthly holistic lifestyle show focused on the continual evolution into the best versions of our authentic selves. This is Justina, your host. I'm the founder of Intersections Match, the only national matchmaking and dating coaching company focused on South Asian singles in the U.S. I'm very excited to welcome Sanjeet Singh, an entrepreneur, speaker, and author. His book, Are You Indian?, a humorous guide to growing up Indian in America is laugh-out-loud funny. I enjoyed the book so much that we invited Sanjeev to guest blog, and so you can check out more of his work on our blog. And as a special treat to our listeners, I thought I'd take the opportunity to pick the brain of a second-generation Indian guy raised in the States regarding dating and relationships, as well as, you know, seek some inter- uh, entertaining stories to, uh, to start the year off. And uh, the fact that Sanjeev's now a happily married um, guy, in my opinion, makes his perspective especially valuable for uh, our commitment-minded listeners. Welcome, Sanjeev. Hello? Welcome, Sanjeev. Hi, welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. So what uh, led you to write this book? Oh, well, you know, a couple of things. I think, uh, well, first of all, you know, I've long been obsessed with, you know, humor. I think as a child even, I was, um, you know, watching stand-up comedians and reading other comics' work, and I think that that was one one side of it. And then the other side was cultural. I think um, I'm someone who was always just fascinated with this interplay between uh, American culture and Indian culture and all the funny stuff that happened in between those cultures. And I think those are the primary things that, that uh, eventually caused me to look back on my childhood and say, you know, there's a story to be told. Ah, all right. Well, you know, those listeners who have heard me speak in person have likely heard the refrain I like to mention as describing, you know, I feel many Indian Americans experience growing up as, uh, you know, what I say is don't date, don't date, don't date. Okay, now get married. And I found your, you know, along those lines, I found your Finding a Mate chapter, which begins with the words, actually, uh, quote, your parents will instantaneously switch from telling you that you cannot date to you must now mate. Uh, really resonated. And I'm wondering what are the ways, in your opinion, that Indian parents may make it, you know, harder for their kids to, uh, to find life partners? Any thoughts in that way? Yeah, I think um... – I think you you kind of hit on one of them, which was which was in the book, which uh, I always found a funny a funny switch. You know, you cannot date now; you must mate. Uh, it's such a it's such an abrupt change, and I think uh, it would be nice to have more of a transition. I think <laughs> Indian, you know, I think Indian parents seem. I think just sometimes when they're too rigid about what they expect or what they sort of demand is in terms of you know your life partner. Um, yeah. I think that's when it gets difficult. I think that's when it, it, it makes things uh, hard for the, uh, you know, for the young single person because, you know, they may have slightly different ideas. And I think at the end of the day, you find that they're not that far apart. And I think when there's conflict, it's I think just one person's being a little inflexible. At least that's what I've found, and that's what my peers have told me. And you know, now that now that I'm in my early 40s, I mean, uh, I've heard so many stories. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You well, know, from, you know. Well, speaking of stories, do you have any, you know, funny parent or auntie uncle, auntie uncle generically, of course, stories um, 
if you'd like to share in terms of either the points you mentioned or really any any other stories um, about uh, about this whole, um, you know, issue yeah. of Go ahead. Regarding, you know, you mean pressure on, on regarding marriage and whatnot? Well, it could be anything, really. Um, just, you know, how any ways that Indian parents, you know, you hit on one that you thought, you know, how Indian parents may make it harder or just that the whole situation may make it harder for their kids to find life partners. Any any anecdotes or anything that comes to mind, um, you know, while you were compiling the book or just generally speaking about about that? Or, yeah, I think I think so. I mean, there's there's so many funny stories that come to mind, and uh, I write about a lot of them in the book. One particular, uh, I think everyone has a character sort of like this in their in the, you know in their ecosystem of aunties, and okay. one one that that I had, and everyone I've talked to seems to have this one auntie who's particularly pushy about <laughs> the issue of marriage. So I refer uh-huh. to her as the, the I refer to her as the pitbull auntie as as sort as an archetype, and okay. and certainly, right. um, and I think as far as the humorous side. One one of the things that I uh, I'll direct you know your listeners to if they if they read my book is all the great responses that you can you can come back on the pitbull auntie with when she pressures you to, uh, to to get married and starts grilling you about why you haven't gotten married. Um, <clears throat> Give our listeners one. Give them a little taste by giving one of those responses. I know you had a well, lot. Of- <laughs> well, I did. I'm I'm uh, I. They may not necessarily want to use my responses. One of them I I like is you know I haven't decided whether I like boys or girls yet. Because that that automatically creates an awkward silence, and then yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully it just uh, diffuses the pitbull on you, and then she kind of slithers away, and you can uh, then you can kind of smile to yourself and say, you know, I really got her back for for grilling me, and she's probably never going to ask me any more questions ever again. Stay away from for a little bit. Um, yeah. That's great. So what's um, what's your advice or any suggestions that you might have for? Indian parents who want to make it actually easier for their kids to find life partners, maybe realize that they're, they may, may, may be doing things or there may be situations that are making it actually, actually harder and actually really do want to make it easier. Any um, any suggestions or advice? Or not the pitbull auntie, but the auntie is actually there and, you know, kind of sensitive to the whole situation. But what might you say to her or he yeah, or him? To, advice yeah. to aunties and uncles in general? Yeah, who um, just um, you know, given the, given some of the issues that you touched on in terms of yeah. how how you know um, the parents' generation, parents, aunties, uncles, what have you, um, you know, the, the situation which may make it a bit more difficult for their kids to find life partners. What and if they came to you, because I'm I'm dealing with you know I personally am dealing with you know the people I'm matching, but oftentimes you know their parents make a first sign of inquiry for for me as well. So I'm you know sometimes see myself as a liaison. Between the, um, you know, between uh, the generations. So, any advice, suggestions you might have for an Indian parent who's saying, know, okay, I'll hear you on that. I'm going to not be the pit bull onto your uncle, but I still, you know, but any other comments, you know, suggestions you might have. What, what uh, might you to that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think, I think besides, I mean, on a more serious note, I think, you know, because of what I was talking about earlier, where, uh, yeah. you know, they may be inflexible. I think if, if Indian parents, I think it's fine to stay involved. I think it's fine to, be closely involved with the process and give some general guidelines and advice based on your life experience. I think your kids, you know, want to hear that. Uh, But I think if you, you know, if you overdo that, if you overplay your hand and start becoming rigid and inflexible and start demanding certain things, um, that's where people, I think, run into trouble. I think people need to be more open-minded about people marrying outside 
their race, outside their religion, because it's happening all the time anyway. And I think Indian parents that are a little bit more open to, if, if they erase some of those things that may not make such a huge difference in terms of the success of the marriage, uh, but really, mm-hmm. they get along. Are they a good person? How do they manage yeah. conflict together? They manage conflict well. You know, are they are they a respectable person? Except for this one thing that I'm hung up on. Maybe I shouldn't be hung up on that one thing. So I think I think that's what I would advise parents. And Excellent. you know, I think right. Yeah, I think our generation is is a little bit more flexible because they went through, you know, uh, having to deal with that. Right. Okay. Um, and um, yeah. Well, tell me. Let's let's tell our listeners in on tell us your story in terms of what uh, what led you to your life partner. I know you're happily married, so just uh, tell us something about uh, about that. Sure. Sure. You bet. Um, and, and you'll have to cut me off if I go over time, but because uh, there's a funny story attached to it. But the way we actually met was in '99 on the internet, and. This was obviously when the dating, online dating on the Internet was very young. There was a lot of stigma attached to it, but there was some some website, I don't even remember the name, it's probably not in existence anymore, that was sort of an Indian matrimonial dating site. And so uh, uh, I was dating people that I had met when I was living in L.A., and I, I went on there um, just to kind of out of curiosity more than anything else, and almost right away I met Anita, who's, you know, we've been married 13 years now. Ah, and congratulations. It, okay. Thank you. Thank you. And we, we dated a few months, and then I, I was planning to ask her to marry me. And I remember her saying more than once that she had this sort of secret dream that the guy that married her would propose to her in a meadow, and there would be Bollywood singing and dancing. And she was, she was joking. She was joking, of course. But um, but anybody who knows me knows I, I can go over the top. I, I like to do things over the top sometimes. So we were on a date, and, and I, uh, I said, hey, I want, to, I want to show you a very special place, but I need you to put on a blindfold, and I'll take you there. And so I took her to, uh, if you don't know, I, I don't know if you know the geography of L.A., but there's this place called Point Furman Park in San Pedro, and above it is this very beautiful park that's on a hill with a, um, a giant bell there that, uh, called the Korean Friendship Bell. It was given to Korea by the United States, but they have a 280 or 200-something degree view of the, of the ocean and the, and the coast. Wow. Wow. So I, so I thought that the park would be fairly deserted by by dust, but unfortunately it wasn't. So and I had my little plan anyway. So I was in. A, uh-huh. I, I took her out to the middle of the park. I took her blindfold off, and I was literally Bollywood singing and dancing right there in my kurta and everything. And oh, you know, people uh, were people were staring at us, and a big crowd gathered around, and started clapping and cheering, and filming oh, us. And uh, then I got on my knee and asked her to marry me, and she was extremely embarrassed. <laughs> that is great. I love that. Um, well, let me let me ask you what went. You know, I hear some of our guy listeners sort of taking notes, and maybe not so much. <laughs> so, what was it that led you to? Um, you know, that's a serious. What led you to this realization that, um, you know, that you that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with your now wife? Like, what, what led to that proposal on your end? It's so interesting. You know, we hear so. Uh, if you would just tell us a little bit, any thing that did yeah, it for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a funny thing. It's a, it, it. I think it's a slow realization that, at least in my case, and I think with other people I talk to, it's that way. I don't think it certainly wasn't. You know, right away, it was it was a great friendship, and we really liked each other. And then slowly, I think this realization came over us. And for me, it was fairly quickly after four or five months. I think 
Anita was about the same. You know, just the sole realization that, you know, I don't want to be with anyone else. I don't want us, mm-hmm. you know, I won't, I don't want us to be living in two places anymore, you know, and um, I could see us spending the rest of our lives together. And it's, to me, it was just kind of a slow realization that, um, that that was the case. And so that's when I proposed. Absolutely. You know, that's so interesting. I hear that a lot. You know, the other thing I hear a lot is, you know, just my life is just better with her than without her. You know, just and like you said, it's through, through developing a relationship, you know, through some time and interaction and getting to know each other and realizing that, wow. Um, so, um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, yeah. And i uh, got to get back to your humors. Will you share one or two of your you know, I imagine on your way to uh, to Anita, you probably had at least, I don't know, 100, but let's just take one, one of your, you know, many funny dating stories on your journey to meeting your wife. So nothing, you know, with respect to um, your, um, you know, your wife, but any, anything, any stories you can share, any of dating? Yeah, kind of I, had a, I had a really funny one. Yeah. Um, there okay. was this girl, I, uh, I think this was in, uh, I was living in Orange County, and I this uh, I met this really nice Indian gal, and I picked her up for lunch, and I said, um, you know, where would you like to go to lunch? We were, we were just going to have a, a quick lunch in the middle of the work day. And oh, okay. she said, uh, she's a well, I'm vegetarian. And I said, okay. So I'm t- my mind's racing to all the you know, the restaurants in the area. And I said, uh, how about this place? How about this place? And she said, well, how about In-N-Out Burger? And I said, uh, but I thought you were vegetarian. She said, yeah, but I like their I, – I, I like when I order the grilled cheese sandwich where they uh, – <laughs> they put just cheese between two buns, and I thought, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Someone who's a vegetarian, the first place they think of is In-N-Out Burger. So we, we went there. That was that was the first funny thing that happened. And then I'm on my yeah. way back. I, you know what? I'm going to interject here just because this yeah, is yeah. the second time I've heard that. I have to admit, my husband actually said the same thing. Like, he was like, they have the best veg burgers. And I was like, there is no veggie patty. <laughs> when I first had it, I was expecting, like, a veggie patty or something. I was like, there is no, this is not a veggie burger. So I have to say, she is not the first person. <laughs> but that just cracks me up that there's, that that is somehow that apparently, I don't know, might be a special sauce. I don't know what it is. But go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I have to because I just found that <laughs> really funny. Yeah, no, no, that's funny. That's funny. I guess, I, who knows, maybe it's the number one vegetarian <laughs> eating spot. I don't know. But that would be, I, I, well, that would be I, odd. I, I, the same way you did. I was like, "What?" But anyways, go ahead, <laughs> please, go ahead. Yeah, right. and then we were, and then as we were driving, uh, so, and I also thought it was an odd place for a date, but we had a, we had a nice time and we we chatted. And then I was driving her back to her office, and I got a little bit lost. So I made a couple wrong turns, and I said, mm-hmm. "Gosh, you know, I, I just uh, kind of forgot where I was." And so she so she put her hand on my knee and she goes, "That's so cute. You're you must be so nervous right now." <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I said oh. I didn't say anything, but I I thought to myself, I'm not nervous. I'm just lost. But I think she assumed that her her beauty. She assumed her beauty had completely, uh, you know, ah. put me in put me in a in a state of uh, of being lost. So that, that was an odd an odd funny date. Uh, a lot of confidence, though. You got to give her. That. Yeah, you got to give her a point for confidence. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Um, so. So here's the thing. So given your experiences, what, uh, what similar to the advice, what advice, what guidance, what nugget could you give to Indian women in the dating trenches based on your experiences, your friends, your relatives, what have you? Um, you know, any, anything, if uh, good, 
you know, a platonic friend of yours came up and said, hey, you know, any advice for me? You know, what, 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 might, what might it be? Uh, for Indian women, I think um, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to switch. You know, first of all, I've been out of the dating scene, but I'm also, you know, um, I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't face the same issues that I think women face. But I think from what yeah. I hear, and, and I'm sure you hear this all the time, is, you know, Indian women uh, or women in general seem to always be trying to figure out in their head, you know, what's how serious is this guy? What's his level of commitment? Is this going anywhere? I think, um, you know, if you ask, if you you know get to know over time at the appropriate time, you get to know the guy's family and his friends and, you know, understand that, try to, try to get a sense of, you know, his expectations and, um, and, you know, and I think keep the, keep the relationship moving at a pace that makes sense. And if it's not moving at a pace that makes sense, I think you're, you know, you're better off to, to leave rather than to um, try and play the guessing game. And I just see a lot of people playing the guessing game. And I think if you, uh, you know, if you move on and, and, and the guy doesn't, make a big deal about it, then, you know, you just go ahead and move on. I think a lot of people are trying to, uh, and I see this with guys too, where they're trying to make it maybe into something that it's not or, or keep waiting for something to happen or the relationship to advance. And I just see a lot of people playing that waiting game. Ah, uh, okay. Great. Well, what, what about Indian guys in the dating trenches? Any, um, you know, any, any thoughts, any advice you might have for a, for a little brother who might, you know, who could be a hypothetical little brother who could be in the dating trenches? And um, what would you tell him? Um, I, I'd say, you know, I, I think for, for guys, I think it's it's a good idea to, and this was kind of uh, dovetailing on what I said earlier for advice for women, I, I think guys should be more upfront about, you know, what their timeline is and what their intentions are. And I think um, – you know, when you finally start to get serious, you know, look for, you know, look for somebody who's your best friend. Look for somebody who, uh, you know, has, and, and again, get to know their family, get to know their friends, make sure that um, you're in a pool of people that you're compatible with. Because really, I think in Indian culture, more than anything, uh, more than certainly a lot of American families that I see, you know, you're really marrying the whole family. And mm-hmm. I think uh, as long as, you know, you have good compatibility and, and similar values to to their family, I think uh, that makes a world of difference. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, really good point with respect to the cultural. Well, you know, for our non-Indian listeners especially, uh, you know, as we are networking clues as you know, non-Indians, and any advice, suggestions for, um, you know, well, since you're, you know, as a guy, so for non-Indian women who find themselves interested in an Indian guy, I mean, any anything you might, um, you might, any suggestions, guidance you might have for them? Yeah, I think I think it's I think they they can be in a very tricky position because I've seen a lot of Indian guys like my brother who started dating an American gal and was very serious about her, married her, and they have two kids today, and they've been married for almost I think 20 years now. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's also the case where uh, some Indian guys will date Indi- American women or non-Indians, let's say, and then yeah. over time they realize that they really do want to marry somebody from their own background, and then uh, and then they, you know, break up with them and go date someone else and marry an Indian woman. I think it's it's a good idea to make sure that it's it's not some deep-seated of deep-seated importance to this guy to marry someone from his own background. And I think, you know, get to know his family. And again, same same thing, get to know the family, get to know what their expectations are, what their values are, because you'll get a sense of it. I mean, you'll get a sense of his mom's putting a lot of pressure on him to marry an Indian gal. 
and you're you're a non-Indian, you know that that could go either way. And as long as you know mm-hmm. that way, at least you know what you're in for. You at least you know what you're up against, and then you make the decision as to whether to, um, you know, which way you think it's going to go, and then you have to make a decision for yourself. Wise, yeah, I I definitely, um, yeah, um, I'm not even going to add anything to that. I think um, made a good point there. And I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us. Um, Sanjeev, I'm wondering if there's any last thought, any, you know, take-home message you'd like to leave our listeners with. Yeah, in terms, I mean, in terms of dating, I really do like to emphasize that, you know, for people to just find their best friend um, because, you know, that's what marriage is more than anything else. It's, it's, and, you know, date them long enough to learn how to, how they deal with conflict and how you manage conflict together because that's a huge part of, having a successful relationship and, you know, find out what their dreams are, find out um, what they want out of life. And then, you know, if, if everything's compatible, then it, it's great to move forward and, you know, help each other make your dreams come true and live the life that you, you know, you both envision. Absolutely. Well, you know, I want to thank you again, Sanjeev. I'm wondering also if there's a website, again, um, the book itself is, um, are you Indian? A humorous guide to growing up Indian in America. And I'm wondering, is there a website you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, my, I mean, the the place that I go to uh, to blog and my my Twitter stream is on there is badswami.com. So my my handle, my writing handle, my nom de plume is badswami. So it's just badswami.com, and there people can actually, you know, they can buy, they can click through my site to, to Amazon and these other places to buy the book in whatever format they want. They can read blog posts, see funny videos, and um, and just keep up with, with what I'm, my next project is. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Um, it's been a pleasure. And, again, the book was hilarious. So thank you for that. And, I'm glad you enjoyed uh, it. Thank you. Yes. In case you joined us late or would like to share the show with people in your life, I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match's website, which is uh, intersectionsmatch.com. And I appreciate your hanging out with us. Do email me with topics you'd like to discuss in future shows. And make sure to join us for next month's show. Take care, everyone. <laughs>